Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy, a.k.a. Bald Bull, you know the rest. Anyway, that's all. Of that. That's basically all there, there is, but basically, this is the part three and the conclusion of pretty much in my mind slash quickfire review of Infinity War, oh, not Infinity War, I'm sorry, Endgame, Avengers Endgame, <laughs> oh man, it's kind of early, so I'm on my way doing my thing, heading on my way to work, but either way, back where we left off, the Avengers pretty much kill off Thanos, uh, the Infinity War Thanos, who was pretty much the star of that movie, you saw the method to his madness, And he did what he did because that's what he was supposed to do. And so at the end, and at the beginning of Endgame, he pretty much destroys the stones by wishing them to to be destroyed. Which damn near killed him. So, actually like that. You know what I'm saying? And actually like how, like, if you use all of the stones all at once, it it could fucking kill you, could nearly kill you, considering the fact that both Hulk and Thanos used the stones, I mean, and when Hulk used it for the first time, he was like, you know what, the snap nearly killed, I mean, it didn't nearly kill him, but it jacked up his arm bad enough to where, like, it jacked it up pretty bad, like, it looked fried like a mug. It looked fried. It looked deep fryer than most of the wings I'd be making. So, man, it was. And I mean, I liked how the dynamic was for that. The when they how they wound up getting the um, going back in time to certain eras of like the Marvel um, MCU's universe to where like. Yeah, there were certain stones located in certain areas. So, like, they went to the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Avengers 1, uh, you know, there were, like, three stones there already. So, there was two stones out there in, um, in Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Oh, and, um, Thor, um, and Thor Dark World. So, yeah, it was pretty nuts, and, you know, it was a trip because for, to get the soul stone, somebody had to sacrifice themselves, and initially, I thought it would have been Hawkeye to some degree, but then, honestly, it's like, like, I think, like, the, one of the roles that he's done, like, he's done I think, like, Hawkeye in this film was badass. Like, he just, it, there was a, like, talk about depression. There was a dark side that, that came out of that guy. The moment he couldn't understand what happened to his family, he was just like, he went straight ape shit. So, <laughs> killing all bad guys and everything. So... But, I mean, he was, like, he went straight Ronin after that. It 
there was no Hawkeye in sight in this one. But when he like, but when him and uh, Black, when Black Widow finally went up to him and like, you know, said that we have a way to get our, uh, try to get everybody back, it's like, yo, don't give me any hope. You know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody copes with uh, uh, loss and death and depression differently, and I think that was one of the things that was dope about. In game, that it was showing everybody's dynamic of how they would cope with it. <laughs> I mean that that was that was smooth. And both Hawkeye and Black Widow, I love how they're like, I love how their like dynamic was to where like when they got to uh, when they got there to. Morag or something like that. They're uh, they had to sit there and like decide like who was gonna kill the other person off, like who's gonna die out of all of this. So like who's gonna die? And you know, of course they were sitting there like, no, you got a family, no, you got your life to live, you know, like. You know, that doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean, like, all this is going to be successful. It will work like that. That was some pretty harsh shit. I was not expecting Black Widow to die. So, I mean, and there's a lot of stuff to be explained because, like, if she's supposed to be having her own film, supposedly, because we don't know what Phase 4 is going to look like. All I know is that, uh, Spider-Man, th- uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is coming out. I was about to say Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man Far From Home is coming out. Uh, what else? Um, Black Panther is supposed to be coming out somewhere in like 2021 or 22, somewhere in that caliber. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is supposed to be coming out eventually right after uh, James Gunn gets done doing Suicide Squad uh, 2. So, so obviously, there's something going on with that. But, I mean, so speeding everything up, they all get the stones. Well, they sacrifice themselves. Black Widow sacrifices herself to get the uh, to get the, the team to get the Soul Stone. Um, Iron Man uses one of his armors. They, like, create his own version of the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, you know, Bruce Banner, uh, Bruce uses it as Banner Hulk to use it, to the, use the snap to get everybody back. Um, Thanos, uh, Thanos and, uh, Nebula of War Machine went to go get the Power Stone from Guardians of the Galaxy uh, from Star-Lord. They go to the... They go back, but Nebula stays because somehow her 2014 self and in-game self got rewired somehow. Like, her network got rewired at the same time, so... 
That's how Thanos of 2014, Guardians of the Galaxy Thanos, pretty much found out that they were, found out their roots. So, 2014 Nebula pretty much sets up, try, uh, sets them up, finds out how that they wound up getting every, uh, getting all the stones, and while they're do, getting ready to do the snap, uh, while the heroes are getting ready to do the snap, Thanos and his whole crew from 2014, <clears throat> they all, so they're all alive, the Black Order, everybody, including, um, including, uh, his, including, <laughs> Gamora. So, this was around the time where Gamora, Gamora was still trying to change up before, this is before she met Star-Lord and the, the rest of the Guardians. So, pretty much, they fly, uh, so Nebula from 2014 brings Thanos of 2014 into Endgame era and talk about calculated and precise this Thanos is just badass like the enlightenment that the Thanos of Infinity War was pretty much gone out of this one like he was just hungry to get those gems so he comes out <laughs> and this is the most gangsterish shit I've ever seen them do <coughs> he pretty much Flies a ship out of the building and literally does a cosmic, uh, a cosmic dry, uh, 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 shoot up, a cosmic shootout, a shoot up, basically a cosmic drive by to the Avengers compound. That was a trip. I was like, he literally blew their whole shit up. While during that, in the most gangsterish shit that Thanos could ever do, he gets out of the ship. He get, he teleports out of the ship. Sits there with Nebula talking about, so what you gonna do? He sits there dismantling everything that he had on him, and he says that he is going to wait. He takes off his helmet, he, take, he puts his sword down, he takes off his helmet, and then he's like, I'm gonna wait. So, and what does he do? He waits. So while Ant-Man tries to save everybody, I mean, Ant-Man tries to save everybody who was, like, from Banner, Rocket Raccoon, everybody that was at the bottom of the, uh, was at the bottom of the, the, the building, while Thor, Iron Man, Th uh, and, uh, Clint, has the Infinity Gauntlet, while Thor and Iron Man pretty much, while Thor and Iron Man pretty much, uh, basically, and Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America basically confronts Thanos, while he's sitting there monologuing, talking about what he's going to do to them in the process. The fight with the, the big three and Thanos ensues. 
And believe me, that was a dope fight. And I gotta give it. I gotta give props to uh, Fat Thor. Even though he was fat, he still got down. Even though he got his ass whooped, just like everybody else, but he still got down. He had both Stormbreaker and Mjolnir in the process of his battle. So that was off the hook, man. And the biggest, the biggest shockers of them all. And I'm talking about the biggest climax shockers of them all, dude. Captain America using Mjolnir on Thanos. Oh my freaking God. That was off the hook. Like, he pretty much did a Shoryuken uppercut with the hammer. Did a combo and everything. Man, it was beautiful. But even though he still got his ass, uh, Cap still got his ass whooped. And like, Captain America is a gangster in this whole film. Like, the thing that really did it was even though he was already defeated, he was knocked down. Thanos literally destroys his his his, um, his shield and cap, and then he summons his entire army. He summons his entire army, and Cap pretty much like what he would do in the comic books. He got up, put the strapped up his shield tighter, even though it was broken and everything stood up and was about to go to war with everybody there, knowing that he was about to go. He was about to die. But then all of a sudden on his calm, you hear Sam. You hear Falcon. He was like, Cap, hey Cap, it's Sam. On your left. That had me put in the tears, dude. Soon as he saw the portal open, then you see T'Challa, you see Okoye, and you see uh, Siri walking out slowly as fuck, too. And then you see uh, you see T'Challa smile, and then you see Falcon flying out, <coughs> and then you see everybody, everybody getting out. And then everybody's all collected. Wasp, everybody. Giant Man, everybody. From Guardians, from all the Asgards. You see Valkyrie. You see everybody. And then what happens next? Everybody looks at Cap. Cap grabs the... Cap, Cap grabs Melmir. And he says, Avengers Assemble. Battle ensues. Everybody's fighting. Everybody gets a little time to shine. Then Thanos, I mean, they have to go get the van that's on the other side of the build, uh, other side of the battle, where it was on Thanos' side. They all go over there with the Infinity Infinity Gauntlet. Everybody from Black Panther, Iron Man, they all, I mean, Black Panther, Spider Man, everybody, they're all grabbing it and trying to throw it, get it over there. <coughs> van gets destroyed and then Doctor Strange is trying to stop the the flood from uh, popping off and freaking he looks at Iron Man he says that one that one that one percent it's it's right here fucking Iron Man everybody's trying to grab the infinity gauntlet from Captain Marvel's trying to grab the Infinity Gauntlet from 
Thanos, she was unsuccessful. Thor, unsuccessful. Cap, unsuccessful. Then it was up to Iron Man. Iron Man gets his ass beat. Then here comes the snap. Don't hear anything because don't nothing happens because Iron Man swapped it on his other arm, his other guy, um, his other suit, and he swapped it. Thanos says, "I am inevitable." Does the snap? Does it again? And looks at his at the uh, at the gauntlet. Sees it empty. And I started tearing up because you see Iron Man with it, and it starts going through his body. And he was like, "I am Iron Man." And then. The snap happens. All of Thanos' forces are disappearing. Pretty much. All his all his forces are dissipated. And Iron Man dies. That was heartbreaking. Like you've spent eleven years watching this stuff, and it's like it all boils down to this. And I'm like, wow, 11 years. Whoever I thought I would have ever seen all this all boiled all the way up. And it was a trip because, like, the funeral, all of that. I mean, everybody's back. The funeral, the, they had the funeral. Cap goes back in time to put all the, the stones back. And he gets older because he stays. He gives the shield back to... He gives the shield to Sam. So now Sam will be the new Captain America. So... What's next? You know... Iron Man dies. He's gone. No more Iron Man. Shit. Thor goes with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So we'll see what happens in Volume 3. Since there's no more uh, Thor Ragnarok, I mean, since no more Thor, so no more Thor films, so obviously he'll make his little appearances in other things, like maybe in Guardians of the Galaxy, where he's on a team and stuff, so I could see that happening. But everything must come to an end. Everything moves to a close. And that's pretty awesome. So, ultimately... I give, I, I'm changing the dynamic to, uh, to hell years, uh, my ratings from hell years and hell nulls. So if I give it a five hell years, then obviously it's obviously dope, <laughs> dope as hell. So if I give it a five hell nulls, then it, it's obviously that movie sucks, but Ultimately, I'm going to give Avengers Endgame a four and a half hell years. So, so either way, dude, I know this has been a long chit-chat, so, and I know it's been broken down into three segments, but either way, this is the In My Mind slash Quickfire review of Late for the Party Please like, comment, share, subscribe, and support the podcast. 
This is the In My Mind slash Quickfire Review segment on Anchor FM. I'm your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy, a.k.a. Bald Bull. And as always, y'all, never, ever be late for the party. And also, it's okay to be late for the party, but keep the party going. <laughs>